This is the M3 Entertainment Bearcast for American Horror Story Hotel. Welcome back to another edition of the M3 Entertainment American Horror Story Hotel Bearcast. Um, I am your host, Marco Estes, and tonight we'll be discussing episode two, Shoots and Ladders. Before we get into the episode, which was damn near two hours long, um, an hour 42 minutes it clocked in, it felt like it was the second part to the premiere, but uh, it's all good. We got a lot to unpack tonight. I just want to introduce my panelists tonight. Uh, I'm Chris Sutton, the editor-in-chief of the LGBT Update, and you can contact me at, at impact, I-N-P-A-Q, um, on pretty much any social media platform. All right, and uh, this is Malcolm Travers, editor-in-chief of the Mail Media Mind. I am at uh, Mail Media Mind and mtravers29 on Twitter. Okay, and with that being said, let's just jump right into it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put it on record. Um, first, I want to apologize for uh, last week because I was just giddy as hell that I saw New American Horror Story on my TV. And <laughs> this, I think besides Coven, I think this was the most hyped season. Me personally, it lived up to the hype um, so far, because I'm after tonight's episode, I'm declaring American Story Hotel my spirit animal. I, I can't think of anything oh, else, you know, <laughs> yes. because it's eerie in a way. Because the music choices they made for the first two episodes alone is shit that's already on my iPod. And one song they played tonight, I had just discovered it last week. So when it came on, see, I was just like jumping all over the place, like, oh my God, can I believe they're playing this song? It's like, it knew, it's like the show is reaching out to me in so many different ways. It's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so uh, I love it, as y'all can already tell. I'm in love with the show. Um, I feel like a lot of complaints from last week were, besides it just being over the top and just went over the shark and into whatever land, but. Um, I feel tonight kind of made up for the, somebody told me there was a lack of character development, and I'm like, it's the first episode, technically it's like a pilot, so you have to let them establish the characters first, but there's any type of development being made, so, uh, I, uh, think that they made up with that we kind of got, like, all the questions that were popped up during the first episode kind of were answered in the second episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my individual take on it. I A plus all around. Um, Chris, what did you think? Uh, they should have like, I don't know, served <laughs> up some Red Bulls, some five-hour energy drinks. <laughs> but no, I, I'll say this. Like, um, I caught the premiere last week. I really enjoyed the premiere. Uh, I know some people were complaining, like, oh, it's all about Gaga or whatever. And, I mean, yeah, she stole the show. But, I mean, her essence perfectly fits the theme and tempo of the season. You know, it perfectly fits. Um, And, I mean, even the cast. Like, I mean, it's still an ensemble cast. Um, Just the atmosphere of the show still still has that energy. You know, it doesn't feel dead to me at all. So I really enjoyed the premiere. And I enjoyed um, the second episode. Um, and there was a lot to take in. Like, I'm sure as we kind of go into this overview of it, like, you know, some things will pop back in my head. But like you said, it, it explained a lot of the missing components um, from the first episode. Like, we got, you know, um, the history of the hotel. Um, we've confirmed that, I guess, and I could be wrong, that Gaga is basically some type of a vampire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was kind of obvious in the first episode, too, but, like, she kind of further explained it. You know, I think they really kind of fleshed out a lot of the characters or whatever. So it was a really good episode. You know, I might have to actually rewatch it just to take it all in. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. 
What about you, Mal? Yeah. Yeah, I felt the same thing. Um, a lot of questions. I agree with, uh, I guess, some of the criticisms of the first episode that it was like they, you know, threw you in, like, made you learn how to swim because it's just really like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? And there's still a few things that are, you know, left unanswered, but I suppose that's good because it pulls you into the next episode. But, um, yeah, like the question of uh, who, you know, what exactly the Countess is and how, you know, was that dude dead or not? I guess, no, he's turned into a vampire, you know, and they kind mm -hmm. of explain that. And what's up with the kids? They're drinking kids' blood. <laughs> I guess that was a good question. And, yeah, in the history of the hotel, obviously, um, you know, part of me has to still suspend my disbelief that all these people can go missing and nobody knows where they went. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been like, you know, there's a little pattern going up. But now there is actually, I guess, what was it, um, Devil in the White City, which is kind of what I feel like this is based off of. It was actually happening in Chicago, where is a hotel that, uh, I don't know, like 60-some people were killed in. So, I mean, there is, like, an actual history behind this, and I guess they just moved it to L.A., but there really was a hotel where people were killed like this. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it could happen, but that should happen in, like, the 1900s. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just thinking, like, any time that you can, you know, track someone down on growler or grinder right. or whatever they were and kill somebody. <laughs> I mean, GPS location, anyone? I don't know. Right, <laughs> like, right. It just seems like there would be evidence to lore no matter how clean you made those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the 21st century. I don't know. but That's my, that's my only gripe is that how are these people not getting caught? But we'll see. Maybe they'll answer that. Right. I was going to say about the GPS thing. Remember last week, they, the uh, hotel. Wait a minute. They said the hotel where they had was a dead zone. I guess it's a dead zone for certain maybe people. They got, <laughs> maybe they got Verizon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they got that good GPS. I don't know. But, I mean, I, um, I, I don't know. I just, it, like you said, it was a lot to unpack, but it made, it, it opened up questions for the next episode. And it kind of set the stage, but I'm thinking with the with them bringing in Tristan, who is Finn um, Whitrock's character, uh, who was a drastic change from Dandy Ma from last year. I yeah. could not stand Dandy. I'm sorry, but like, oh, I'm all about some Dandy. I'm like, man, Dandy gets on my damn nerves because he's weak. All somebody got to do is knock the fuck out of him. And he's done. Mm -hmm. I can see if Dandy was twisty, you would have a reason to be scared. Right. But he didn't hold account of the twisty. So um, he has the ultimate power that was called money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still kind of, I still kind of like rolled my eyes when I'm just gonna jump back to last year when um, Dandy offered a detective. I think he said a million dollars to shoot and kill uh, Gabby. Gabby. Every day. He was like, pop! I was like, hey. Go smock. I mean, she didn't have a, she didn't stand a chance. She just killed over like a damn thing. And went, I was like, oh my God. It was just too much. And, but uh, yeah, to, he, I think adding him in is going to be the unraveling of everything going on in that hotel. Besides the fact that John Lowe is there, the cop. It's gonna. That's gonna be yeah. like. That's two components mm -hmm. that these people are not used to, and so it's going to unravel a lot. And given the fact that what's the face is gonna probably end up disappearing because you saw Cliff's full alert. Um, I mean, you can't. You know, let a now. A low life is one thing. Mm -hmm. A low life that nobody really cares for is one thing. Drug addict, whatnot. Nobody's gonna you know. But a fashion icon, that's a totally mm -hmm. different story. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's when I think everything will start unraveling. But so let's just focus on each storyline that was going on. I'm going to focus on John Lowe's storyline first. Okay, so John Lowe is still waking up in the hotel, seeing shit. He saw the addiction demon. <laughs> and it was kind of, I said, if I woke up inside a damn thing sitting over my damn head, I probably jumped up. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, and he's seeing stuff, but... um. He ends up ends up talking to Sally, who kind of like reads through him. She can see, like she's like a seer of some sort. She can see through 
everybody in the hotel that comes through there, my, from, from what I'm seeing so far. So she saw that he used to be an addict in terms of like drinking, which I didn't pick up on. But it makes sense, though, because he's too, you know, straight-laced. You know what I'm saying? So he, he seems like he has an underlying, um, like, edge of some sort, and you have to just trigger it. So um, he um, was still working on this case. Um, if it's, I don't know why the hell he sat there and let his daughter go to this damn um, fashion show. <laughs> Hotel period, because right. then I thought about it. I was like, but well, then again, you can't leave her in the room. I would not live in the room either. It's just like, yo, you stay your ass where you at. Mm-hmm. I'll come visit yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Because if this killer is really tracking him, then that could have been an easy way for him to track, you know, for her, for him to track through the little girl or something like that and could have kidnapped her. But I don't know. So what do y'all, what would y'all take on John Lowe's storyline? I mean, he pretty much cracked probably the case, but, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of need for him to get, like, turned out or something real quick. Like you said, he's, <laughs> he's a bit too straight-laced. And I mean, I think the whole his issue with drinking or whatever, um, a lot of that sparked from a lot of the, the criminal cases that he had to investigate. Like, I know they were explaining that uh, he uh, was investigating the case where, like, all these kids, or his entire family died through, uh, from carbon. Um, and, and and the thing of it is, is that, um, like, that kind of really got to him, him being a parent and everything. But, I mean, yeah, like, his character, he's probably one of, like, to me, one of the the weaker links in the show so far. I mean, I guess he's kind of pushed the story further because he's investigating these crimes and, you know, they're threatening his family and everything else. But at the same time, it's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, with, with everything else going on with vampires and these spirits and all this crazy stuff going on, he seems to be the most kind of plain, two-dimensional character. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um so, I, I, you know, like I said, the, the season is still pretty early on. And I'm thinking, like, probably halfway through, somehow his character's going to kind of flip out or something's going to happen. Because, like, there's no way you're going to be in that type of environment and be able to keep your composure. Like, you saw how he snapped on his daughter mm-hmm. um, when she said, like, she saw um, her little brother there or whatever. And he, like, blew the fuck up. So, clearly, you know, there's still some buttons that can be pressed that can kind of tick him off. So I'm kind of ra- I'm, I'm kind of waiting for his character to kind of, like, really open up and kind of break out of this whole, you know, straight-laced detective mode, you know? Yeah, and um, I think one of the reasons why he snapped, because I think she, in so many ways, confirmed that he's not crazy. Right. And it goes, and it woke, and it, like, blew up his whole... Like what Iris was telling him earlier tonight, for you to understand what's going on here in this hotel, you have to expand your horizons mentally. And so when he he's so straight laced to the point where everything has to have it's scientifically explained, everything's explained for a reason. The thing that he couldn't really explain is his son's disappearance. Like he could not he, he should not disappear and all this stuff. And so he's just trying to make up for that. But the fact that she sat there and said, you know, yo, I saw him and then that's he know he he knows he's seen him running around the hotel. I mean, he just chased him. Mm-hmm. So for her to right. sit there be like, you know, I saw him too. I got evidence, and you lied to me because he told her that she he his dad died. Mm-hmm. And so the eerie thing about the whole episode was when as soon as the, um uh Will Drake's son I forgot his name. It has a funny name. He sat there like I got something to show you. I'm like this motherfucker's here to show her her little brother. He's gonna <laughs> freak it out or something. I can't remember. Yeah, her little brother name is Holden, but I forget the other yeah. kid's name is some type of uh, Scarlet. Her name is Scarlet. I'm I'm talking right. about the um the son Will, of um, Will Drake's son. Oh, the, right. the fashion the fashion guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I forget his name, but I know it's something exotic or something like that. And so, uh, Richie Rich from now, or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> we call him Richie Rich because he seems like he has nothing else to do with life. And so, I mean, we told old girl, she was like, "This is my first fashion show," and he was like, "This is like my million. Like, 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 I'm not even pressed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, I'm so over this right now. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, was- I'm. Pretty fabulous, though. I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were was. giving us gothic fashion. I don't know. <laughs> I loved it. I loved every moment of that fashion show, except when he sat yeah. there and actually cut his down. Well, that was back. That wasn't the back of the thing, though. But I loved it. I loved yeah. it. Um, 
But uh, yeah, when she saw him, I'm like, okay. And I said, given that the episode opened with her mom chastising one of her patients about like not giving her son, you know, um, fascinated mm-hmm. for um, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. It made sense because. I was saying the little girl's gonna go back and tell her mom, yeah, I saw him at the hotel, and she's gonna sashay her ass over there and try to check in too. Like, what well, she said, he saw, she saw my son, I'm gonna sit here and I'm going to take a rest here. And what's gonna fuck up is she gonna have the damn um, patient of hers. Because mad, imagine, I can't pronounce her name to save my neck. She's just no one, one um, shot guest star. I mean, she was on Twin Peaks. And other like movies in the mid '90s and stuff like that. So she has a little bit of clout under her belt. I'm pretty sure she might. Are you talking be, about the actress that plays the wife? The well, no, the mother, the, the mother, the son that the wife um was taking care of. Because mother's name is uh, Chloe Seventy. I forgot her name on the show. I think yeah, it's Alex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Her name on the show is Alex, but Alex's patient's um mother name is. Mash and Amic in real life. I can't pronounce her name. But I'm thinking that's going to be like, that's just bringing more victims to the hotel. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And that's another child that Lady, but see, Lady Gaga might not want him because she's like, I keep saying, the Countess might not want him (laughs) because he's sick. And that's one of the rules. We don't fuck with the sick. So, uh, so yeah, uh, basically, that's pretty much all. He, like I said, he pretty much cracked the case, which kind of ties into the history of the hotel, which is where I'm gonna segue into John. Oh, oh my God! Um, Evan Peters finally made his triumphant return as um, the build the uh, build of the hotel. Sadistic creator James P. Was it um, Houston? I um, I can't call his name, um, but I know it was something jacked up. And something it kind of reminded me of the first, um, the first American serial killer, H. H. Holmes, I believe his name was. I couldn't right, be mistaken. Right. Um, so he seems like that's pretty much where they're trying to take him from. So well, I, I, they pretty much built the character on. So uh, yeah, James March. Let's see, James March. Where did Houston from? Lord Jesus, his name is James March. So. Um, we find out that this motherfucker is crazy as hell. I mean, we point blank. There was no say. There was yeah. no pussy um, foot around. It, like, yo, he's right. crazy. And then yeah. it was a, so. Technically, we met him in episode one. Like I told you, Malcolm, last week, I said when um, the crack addict or the heroin addict was going through the hallway, and he, you saw this person step out behind him. Mm-hmm. That was him. Mm-hmm. But he had the cost his little um, get up on. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just some um, other form of like the serial killer that was going after um, John Lowe or just doing the, the um, Ten Commandments kill mm-hmm. of killings. Technically, it's mm-hmm. the same thing because he technically started that back in the um, 1920s. So, mm-hmm. right. But so, what did y'all take? What would y'all take on James March? Mm. Yeah, was, that was disturbing. <laughs> right. I was trying to uh, not be disturbed, but I was. Uh, but no, it was, it was definitely good in the sense that it was progressing a story. If I had to say, you know, my criticism of episode one was that, like, things were happening, but there wasn't much story, especially, like, the first half of episode one. You know, and I guess I felt like in this episode, there was a story that was progressing. It was, you know, even in the flashback was, you know, explaining current events. So, I don't know. I definitely, you know, understanding the structure of the hotel, because like I said, I, I still had, you know, doubts about how people are getting away with it. And obviously it just felt like sort of a cartoon universe where everything was just so evil. Right. I was just, just like, what? What? Right. <laughs> what? That's what I kept saying. Like, I don't know. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I guess as I get deeper into it, um, I'm I'm more adjusting to the weird climate of the show. <laughs> well. it, yeah, I mean it is so weird. But, oh, uh, you know you have to adjust to it. So I'm I'm getting there. But it's one of those things that I, I guess like as the show goes forward, like you know it's it's kind of hard to kind of like separate the reality and just the logic of it all now. But it's almost kind of like 
the residents of the hotel. The longer they stay there, um, like the deeper they kind of fall into that space. You know what I'm saying? So what I was going to say is that uh, it was a lot like when they kind of went into the whole history of the hotel and uh, what was the dude's name again? Uh, James March. James March or whatever. Like I was already kind of sitting there like, okay, this, I was assuming this episode was going to just be an hour long and they didn't really cut into that storyline until like, I want to say like after 11. So I'm sitting here like, what's going on? Is this a repeat? And then like when he kind of went into the backstory, it was a lot to take in. Like it was, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm not someone who's like really that squeamish, but sitting here and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of still like half awoke, half sleep. But then, like, just seeing, like, how he was murdering those people, like, I was like, I don't really need to be watching this before I go to bed. Like, I'm going to have to, like, go on some, I don't know, like, some Cartoon Network, some Steven Universe, or something to clear my spirit. Because that was some dark shit. Like, it wasn't even like, oh, he's just up here, like, you know, stabbing people or whatever. Like, when he um, sealed uh, that woman in the walls of the hotel, like, that wasn't even bloody, but I was like, you a cold-ass bastard. Like, you know what I'm saying? When he was screwing old girl and, like, chopping her up at the same time, I'm like, this dude is truly sick. And then, like, um, what's her face? Like, uh, I can clean anything, the maid, the housemaid, or whatever. Like, Evers or the laundress? I don't, I don't know I call it the laundress. Miss Evers? Yeah, Miss Evers or something like that. What's her backstory? Because she was just a sadistic. <laughs> she was just chilling, like, oh, okay, you know, like, we can just scoot those body parts over to the side, you know, I wipe down these sheets, you know, whatever. But, I mean, it was that, it was some really sadistic shit. And that's another thing about the show that, I mean, it's, it's not the most terrifying show, but I think it's still very disturbing because when it gets dark, it gets really dark. If they don't hold back at all. But, um, yeah, uh, what's the actor's name again who's playing at, uh, as James March, Evan Peters? Is it Evan Peters? Evan, Evan Peters. Mm-hmm. Evan, Evan Peters. Peters. Like, he, he really did it once again, because he's, he's really been on the show since season one, right? He's been yeah. a part of the show since season one. And, like, he, he's, he's an outstanding actor, because he, like, from Coven and Circus, where he was... You know, kind of more of the, I want to say, maybe, I guess you can put him in kind of like the, the hero yeah. type section or whatever. And now the, for him to be the sadistic killer, like, he played the role so well. It wasn't like, it didn't feel forced. Like, I was actually kind of like looking at him sideways like, dude, I didn't know you had this, like, dark side in you. But, I mean, yeah, that really kind of woke me back up into the series because it, it really showed you um, just the brutality, the brutal history of that hotel. You know, yes. you know, like it just didn't come out of nowhere. Like this shit is deeply rooted into that hotel, like pure evil. You know, so yeah, yeah. And, and then when he said the line, um, he do told him, no matter how many people you can kill, if you if you kill millions, you can still if as long as there is a God, there will always be hope. And he's like, well, I guess I have to kill God. They're like, oh, and I was like, let me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, 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 I jumped up like, is anybody listening? I'm like, I don't know. Let me turn the TV down a little bit. I want to get my ass touched out. So, I'm like, yeah. And he sat there and said, uh, she said, you. he said to come get something. And then he said, I want every Bible in this building. I'm like, he's going to bring a Bible, y'all. Like, mm-hmm. said, they, if they thought that the damn deal, though, um, the drill be different or something like that, they're going to really, really be talking. Right. <laughs> the, the Christians are probably like, you know, oh, I know. was about to say, don't be surprised. Like, in a few hours, like, <laughs> you get up around 7 a.m. this morning, it's like all these different websites and all these people posting, like, okay, we got to, like, get American Horror Story off of TV. Like, it's doing too much. Like, come after <laughs> exactly. God. <laughs> exactly. Like, last week, the, last week, the Christians was like, Oh, it's Ryan Murphy. He's gay, so he's gonna do shit like that. Right. And then they're like, "Well, hey, they said about killing God. We're proud of the truth. We're proud of the God. We gotta get it together. Like, boom, 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 boom. We got. <laughs> they're gonna be all up on it. I pray that they don't try. I'll be the smallest person. I'll be the anti. I'll be the smallest fucking. Like, look, y'all need to take your ass back into the cave where the fuck y'all came. Right, just the empire, you'll be okay. Exactly. But no, um, so. I'm interested. See, the, it's funny you mentioned like um, Evan Peters uh, from season one because season one he was the villain. He's one of the villains who just tortured. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he is the like 
season one, Evan Peters, spoiler alert, if nobody's seen season one, like mm-hmm. why I haven't seen season one. But um he was rubber man, which is the iconic killer in um uh, season one, the iconic villain rather. And this season I don't think that his little get up is anything iconic, but it's just the fact that he's a ghost in the house, still wearing an outfit as he kills his victims. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. I think that's a very good parallel to season one. Also, mm-hmm. uh, even though they they saying that the drill bit demon is the new creature for the season, though, but if we see more of the damn whatever he want to call himself, then I'll be you know okay with that too. Because uh, I'm thinking like you can you I don't think nobody can top the if the I mean I saw clips from next week that the drill bit demon is going to return, the addiction yeah. demon excuse me is going to return, but. There's so many. I don't think they can top the first episode because they do anything <laughs> yeah. else with him outside of, you know, it's going to be hell to pay. You hear people already, there's some gay men out there who are already offended by it. So just <laughs> imagine that uh, if, they, if he decides to do something to, a, you know, a woman or something like that, right. it's going to be it's gonna be really. Right. Oh, okay. But I, I was about to say one thing real quick. So, like, mm-hmm. really. Outside of the detective, really, I mean, the majority of the character characters in the show, I guess, range from being like evil to like straight up sadistic. Like, there's like the majority of characters just seem to be pretty bad characters, you know, on a, at least on a, I guess, you say on a moral level or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. even if they're trying to um, follow the orders of the countess or whatever. Um, there's still some fucked up characters. Like, you know, like, it's kind of yeah, different from when you looked at, uh, I guess, Coven and, you know, Circus and even Asylum, where there was kind of like this balance, but it's like overall, the majority of characters are pretty fucking evil. Mm. So it's like, I mean, I don't know who to really kind of root for at the end of the day, <laughs> you know? That's anyway. a good point. <laughs> That's a real good point, because I think John Lowe's supposed to be the, lead, the, the de facto hero, mm-hmm. but yeah. I, I, like you said, Chris, further down the season, I'm pretty sure he's going to start to unravel. Kind of like, um, you know, John, again, another season one parallel to both. I think I mentioned this last week. John Lowe reminds me of Ben Harmon from season one. And to some extent, Alex um, Lowe reminds me of Vivian. Vivian. Vivian, I can't pronounce her name. Somebody kept telling me, you said the name wrong. But, uh, <laughs> She kind of reminds me of her, but not really because Vivian in um, season one um, had a bigger role than what Alex is having right now because she was pretty much the driving force because she was the one seeing the crazy shit while Ben was out doing whatever and stuff like that. And yeah. so, um, but John Lowe's is pretty much a de facto hero. Then you have uh, Iris. To me, Iris is just a victim of her circumstances because her son... They said now that we know that he's, and I'm just gonna look. They're vampires. I don't care what Ryan Murphy <laughs> said because the whole thing. And I'm gonna get into that and probably get in. Um, that's gonna be my last. The whole um, Countess Tristan Donovan um, triangle. It's just she said that um, she turned him. So my thing is okay. So technically he's dead, but they can still leave because she's been. Um, around since 1904. Right. So she hasn't been able to travel in and out and stuff like this. So I'm pretty sure that that might have been a lie that Donovan told his mom, or she told Iris. Mm-hmm. He can't leave because technically he's dead and he has to stay here, but he's not really dead. Mm-hmm. I don't think Iris really knows the full extent of what's going on. So she, cause best believe, she said she can't leave because he can't leave. Right. But I'm pretty sure that she knows if he can leave, then she'll probably get his ass up out of there. Now, especially now <laughs> well, that um, go ahead, Matt. Well, I was just thinking that maybe he can't leave because where is he going to get his confidence to buy blood? I mean, I thought that's basically why he's stuck there. Mm-hmm. I mean, true, you know. But I'm pretty leave. sure he could have easily like um, he could easily go to some um. Well, then again, no. I'm going to say blood bank. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm going to say some, uh, um, 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 hell, he's come to Brownsville. But <laughs> the problem is, um, he, she said that don't mess with, like, 
the polluted blood. I'm thinking like everybody here eat fried chicken, about half a cup of Hell, started there. So uh, I'm guessing that with LA being so focused on health and everybody so you know, you know, I want to be right. You know, I want right. to be you know. So it, it just seemed like the best spot. But he can go in the woods somewhere and come out sometime. I mean, shit. I mean, right. <laughs> he also seems like he's lazy. I'm, I'm, yeah. But uh, before I get into that, um, Iris is just a victim of circumstances. You know, she can't really. She's. I'm pretty sure. She's. She is like. She's scared for her life technically because she knows that anything can happen to um, Donovan or her if the Countess gets pissed off. And so, my only other. My only other mystery is. Um, my favorite character, Liz Taylor, didn't have them any didn't have them any lines tonight though, but just the crazy the president was just like even in the back, he's like he comes on the screen, he's like, Well then again he did a little vogue thing he did during yes. the fashion show and stuff yes. like that. Yeah, we crack it up. <laughs> and it was just like stuff like this. Like when he comes on the screen, it's like life, 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 life. Cleopatra this time. Like I yeah, think Cleopatra. <laughs> Cleopatra. Last yeah, last week it was Liz Taylor, now it's Cleopatra. <laughs> but he goes to the background, he's like life, life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's feeling like, oh god. And so uh but uh I'm gonna go ahead and jump into the Countess and Donovan and Tristan. Um we get Inkles last week that the Countess was always thinking about letting go of Donovan. I mean, she's been with him for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Like I said, everything about their storyline is so reminiscent of The Hunger. If y'all have not seen The Hunger yet, go out and do yourself some service and get a copy of The Hunger. Watch it, stream it, stuff like that, um, because it is, oh my God. Um, <laughs> the storyline of Hunger, again, it's, I'm not spoiling anything. It's just that once the um, Captain Deneuve's character in The Hunger, Miriam Blaylock, her husband starts to deteriorate after so long because she did transform him into a vampire, mm-hmm. but they don't have fangs. They just they cut, and they don't have they don't fly. You know they don't do any of that misty stuff. They just regular like like what these people are, and. She, when she she goes out to find a new lover and he gets pissed, so uh, it's the same thing. Donovan getting real, um, you know, uh, jealous. He would get who got jealous of Will Drake last week, and I guess um, the countess is like, "Look, I'm just keep my options open." Mm. You know what I'm saying? She told like when she told Tristan, like, "Yo, um, well, let me just set it up first. You saw the beginning of the episode when Iris brought them some blood from the kids, which I thought was weird. Like, why is she drinking the blood of the kids? You know what I'm saying? It's like, like is it like a nightcap? You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, you gotta, we need this by a certain time because if we don't get it, we're gonna, you know, whatever. So she asked him, like, why aren't you changed? Why haven't you ready to go out? He's like, why can't we just sit at home and just chill? Um, she's like, fuck you, I'm going out. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it just, and so I don't know why he has a, because uh, last week she mentioned how he didn't want to go out. And, mm-hmm. you know, but when he gets the blood inside the house, he's all good. Inside the hotel, he's all good. You know what I'm saying? But he's lazy. He's very lazy, and I can see why she um probably looking for somebody else, yeah, somebody who's having more vigor and more excitement, right. stuff like that. Um, Will Drake is not, he ain't paying no attention to it. He's trying to get the hotel. And here comes Tristan, who is a fashion model off his meds. Or he, he's not off his meds. He's really on them. Right. <laughs> um, really on them. All variations of them, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, just buck-ass crazy. It was just like his intro was just like, what the fuck is wrong with this boy? Right. And he... They had the fashion you know, show, and he sits there and accidentally flew the fashion show, catches the eye of the countess, goes back, tells Will Drake, I quit modeling, cuts his face for some eerie-ass reason. It's like, dude, what is your damage? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, she, so he runs upstairs. I don't know how he can sniff out. That's, you know a good crackhead that can sniff out cocaine because you know yes. where they had cocaine last week. He went up to the damn penthouse. It was like, I know it's cocaine up in here. I can smell it. I'm like, damn, your nose is open. 
Cause I like, I kind of like, yeah, they show get some up in there. They do get some up in there, you know. Uh, and so Donovan scared him off, and the council did too. He ran to James Marsh, um, James Marsh, ran back into the councils, and it was just like the next thing you know, she didn't change them. Mm-hmm. It was like yeah. what gave like I'm wondering like why she changed him, and I'm she said he had a lot of rage inside him, mm-hmm. but it yeah. was just. You know, um, is that what she's attracted to? Like, well, she also said he reminded her of someone as well, too. That's right. Which she didn't really kind of, you know, allude too deeply into, but she brought that up. So that's right. And that kind of reminds me of like Dracula and Fright Night and all this stuff where they had vampires. Like the person of their interest is looks like their lost love and stuff like that. So that was interesting. They brought the little vampire um cliche in but kind of i'm kind of glad we're gonna find out later on who he fucking reminds um her of hell he probably reminds her dandy miles who knows (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so uh so she gives her history and the lessons or the the rules and i wish i had wrote them down but i know she said that she could that you can go out to the sun and she's telling him all this while she's why she's getting her box broken um, um pounded mm-hmm. on. I mean, Lady Gaga <laughs> look like and I bet you feel I was like, yo, I'ma need some help because I'm grinding on Lady Gaga's ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and she probably like, baby, it's fine, I'm cool. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm used to it. Right. <laughs> and so uh he she's giving him she said they they can they can they are immortal. Mm-hmm. Their muscles are their um. Well, his immune system is raging, mm-hmm. so he is immortal. But that doesn't mean that he can't get his head lopped off, or he right. can't get stabbed, or something like that, Shot or something. Or whatever. Yeah. So he just gotta be. But I thought it was interesting that she kept reminding him, even that every time she kept telling him, "You have to be careful. You cannot be reckless." She mm-hmm. made that point blank. Period. She also told him that. You know, the blood, they got to get, like, pure blood because uh, you can't drink the blood of dead people. We saw that earlier in the episode when the kids were drinking the uh, the woman who survived the first episode but is now dead. So everybody from the first episode except for Max Greenfield character is now officially dead. Um, you can't um, – it was something that she meant that, she, that you couldn't do. She said you could go into the – you, you can't go into the – Sun, but you can't be out there in the sun too long because it might mess up your skin or something like that. And so um, it, it would take a lot of the um, something I forget what the word she said, but it would take the um, like, uh, nutrition or something like vitality. that. Vitality. Vitality. Yeah. That's what she said. Vitality. It would take the vitality. Yeah. So, um, so it makes sense. I mean, um, it just screamed vampire. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and she yeah, didn't say the word vampire. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe Ryan Murphy didn't want to use the word vampire because it's a little overdone. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe he wanted it to be something unique, but it's just vampire. It's, you know, they don't have the teeth, and they they mentioned that like, oh, we don't have teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so like, I guess don't... in that traditional sense, they don't. They're not vampires, but they're a different kind of vampire, basically. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's I know Ryan Murphy choice. said in the first. Season after he announced that this was an anthology series, that there would be not a season about vampires. And so when I read about Lady Gaga's character, the Countess Elizabeth, and I'm like, Ryan, you lied. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to call them vampires. I want to call them like they have this virus, this affliction, this blood affliction. I'm like, vampires. It's like, um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with like 28 Days Later, yes, um, yes. but if 28 Days Later, you know, they're not zombies, they're the infected, you know, um, yeah. and it's like, well, yeah, but at the end of the day, they run around to kill people, whatever the situation is. I mean, I think the basic subtext of it all is that they're still, zombies are influenced by zombies, so you can flip it, you know, you can try to switch it out with different names or whatever, but at the end of the day, you know. These bitches are vampires. It is what it is. But yeah. one thing that kind of caught my attention a little bit is that when they were kind of doing the backstory on um, Mr. What James? Mm-hmm. I mean James Hall. Marsh. Mar. <laughs> Wait, Mar. 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 James Marsh. Mar. Okay. 
there was a scene where uh, they showed his wife. Like they didn't really mm-hmm. fully show her, but it kind of gave a, a little brief look at her or whatever. And I'm thinking his wife was also the Countess. You know? I do too. Uh, I do too. You know, I do too. And it's like he was doing too much, and she was like, you know what? Well, fuck you. <laughs> but but that's what I kind of get a vibe from. So um, but yeah, but go 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 ahead, Mark. With you know breaking it down. No, you were you was you, but I was I was heading there. You right because um, it was just those. It was interesting that they didn't show the wife. They made they went um painstakingly made sure that they didn't show the wife. I'm thinking mm-hmm. that it's either um the countess or it might be somebody we um no because I don't know about nineteen twenty five. Never mind. Right. It has to be the countess. Mm-hmm. Or it could have been no, no, no. Because she's already come back as um Eileen Boutros, whatever I But anyway, so the countess explains all this. Donovan said like you changed him, you changed him. He he said he said was a trashy um model and he was like she was like oh, you were just a damn um, drug addict. I mean, right. shit. Uh, t- tomato, tomato. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so uh, he got pissed, and she pretty much said, you know, he like, you telling me to leave? She's like, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, she told, and she also told um, um, uh, Tristan to never fall in love. That was a rule. And he obviously, Donovan broke the fucking rule. He got too content. He got too. What they say? Uh, what what's the word they say? Complacent. Yeah, complacent. That's what I'm looking for. Complacent. He got too complacent. Like, and we go out and get you know. She like, you know what, motherfucker? We might be immortal, but I still want some. I want some excitement, goddamn it! You just right. get that house all day, and so he got too complacent, and she was like, okay, I see. This is what I'm looking for right here. This energy, and so. She pretty much told, and then he said, "I love you." And you told me when you turned me that it was the best experience you ever had. Mm-hmm. Now tell me that you didn't tell him that. She said, "Pretty much, I told him the same thing." <laughs> and get your shit. Get your shit. Get your shit. And get out. And he was like, he was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe she just did it to me." And at first, I thought that he was running downstairs. I thought that it was him running downstairs to tell his mom, she just dumped me. I don't know what we're going to do now. But me and John Lowe confronted Iris and stuff like this. So, But Donovan is like ass out. He has nowhere to go right now. His boo is permission left from a younger man. Mm. And he don't know how to deal. So, and then we still have the issue with the damn kids. Um. Yeah. I I don't know. It just that's so. I'm pretty sure. We, I hope we get a backstory solely on that. But uh, what did y'all think about the whole Tristan Countess? Um, oh, I forgot about her flashback. I'm sorry because mm-hmm. I wanted to touch on this. She said the word vampires. Mm-hmm. Now, given she said that the '70s was her reigning her reigning yes. time when she was kept yes. more alive. She said Robert. Keith and um, Andy. So I'm thinking, like, was she talking about Andy Warhol, or was she just talking about <laughs> just she was just throwing names out there? Because I'm like, then she said Robert. I'm like, who? The names seem like they so they could be some, some significance. But you know what? Like, what really caught me about that scene in particular? I'm glad you brought that up. Um, is that she was talking about the '70s or whatever, and how she could just easily blend in, and it wasn't a problem, and she could be herself without being judged or whatever. And then you know she brought up you know you know Andy and Keith and all these other people who died. And um, Tristan was like, "Did you kill them too?" And I'm not sure if she said no or anything, but she didn't really you know like completely answer that question. And you know I mean you know maybe I'm kind of stretching, but you know Ryan Murphy also did um. That HBO film, um, uh, what was the it? The Normal Heart. Oh, Normal Heart, right. And I wonder, you know, you know, Lady Gaga being huge in the scene, and you know, being a huge advocate for you know the gay community and HIV and AIDS. I wonder, was that kind of reference like they could have died of AIDS? Like, I mean, I know that's kind of like jumping the broom, but I can see mm-hmm. Ryan Murphy and him having that experience, and Lady Gaga being that them kind of making that connection or whatever. It, it's a stretch. Wait, no, yeah. it's not. It, that's not a stretch, Chris, because that makes perfect sense because she said it can't drink from sick people. Right. So what, how do we not know that, but see, before AIDS, that's when AIDS finally, like, you know, hit the forefront. 
Right. So how do we not know that eighties was what took? Because it it goes back into addiction. They may, they maybe got too addicted to the blood. Mm-hmm. They were just sitting there killing everybody they could get their hands on, right. and they were affected. Right. And so I, that that that's that's a perfect connection. Think about that. Also, I was about to say, um, does the cops have a thing for like bisexual dudes or whatever? Because like, <laughs> oh, but she's not herself. That's true. <laughs> and you know what? When she was on that horse, and them damn dudes were on them, them shots. I said, God damn, Beefcake, ass, all around. I like this. Hold her ponytail of all things. Exactly. Like, Hold my ponytail, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you better not drop it either, goddamn. This is. <laughs> and so, uh, but no, you know what? She probably is because that means it's it's more. It's no, it's easier for them to like attract. You know more. Dude was even on grinder. Right. He went on Tinder and got somebody <laughs> over there, but he went on grinder like, you know, I'm gonna sit here and fuck with somebody right quick. Right. And so mm-hmm. and then on top of that, we know that she's bisexual. Now she said the seventies. Mm-hmm. How do we not know? Because I know in every promotional material that came out, they kept saying that Angela Bass's character, Romana no Romona Royale was this actress and whatnot. Now you look at her character, she seemed like she stepped out of a damn seventies yes. movie, like a black exploitation film. <laughs> yes. So how do we not know that she might be one of the people who kinda like disappeared and like right. went like underground? Right. And so she might come back because I mean, she changed um it don't make any sense for her to have all uh it has to be. She has to be a, a vampire too, because as we saw in the uh preview, spoiler alert, we see that Donovan tries to take her down. Now, if Lady Gaga's been with Donovan, I mean, if Count has been with um, Donovan for 20 years, mm-hmm. Donovan should have known who the hell Romana was. Mm-hmm. So she has to be a vampire as well. Mm-hmm. Y'all heard it here first. But yeah. Yeah, so uh, also another thing I want to touch on was John Lowe, when he came in. And confronted Iris about what's going on in this hotel. No, that was the wrong approach. Your your daughter just sat there and said that she saw your missing son, who you know you've been seeing, but you didn't really sit there and like you know admit it. Um, any other father came there and started like regulating. Mm-hmm. He would have time to sit down there for a chat, a kiki, had a kiki, or how they say it. Uh, so he would have time to sit down there and learn about the history. Like, yo, I want all this get. You know what? He would have came in there like the damn FBI fell up in uh, Empire Records. <laughs> 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 he came in like, I want all this shit checked. I want everyone like, and you know, so he came in like, okay, um, just tell me what's going on. I'm like, uh-uh. no, no. <laughs> You need to take her first, though. Like, he cuffed her like, first, and then she said to say, You ask me nice, I could tell you anything. Just take these cuffs off me. And I thought she was gonna slice <laughs> his damn throat, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was like, Oh, girl, don't, don't. I was like, John, I said, John, don't, don't, don't take no, the cuffs no, off. No. So ours is slick, you know what I'm saying? So because <laughs> this is character based now, she probably got a damn sledgehammer for your damn. So, but. Oh, uh, so um, what else happened that I wanted to talk about? I know dude said uh, Tristan said he wanted to uh, hunt um, um, Kendall Jenner, and I was like, I didn't know if that was uh, was supposed to be funny or not. I was like, oh, I don't know. It just I thought that was kind of odd. But <laughs> what did y'all think about that? <laughs> what did y'all think about that? Killing Kendall a Kardashian, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it, 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 it's following the temple, the dark theme of the show, you know, it's like, clearly, like, like, and I'm kind of going back to the premiere, and like the choreographed orgy that was in the premiere or whatever, and I was like, I don't know, like, what are the the limits of FX about what they can actually air, but like, <laughs> like, that was like X2 quality shit, you know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. I just feel like at the end of the day, like when it comes to Ryan Murphy, like this, because Ryan Murphy kind of coming from 
Glee, and I mean, I don't know if y'all have been watching Screen Queens, which has been pretty good or whatever. I love Screen Queens. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it so far. But I feel like Ryan Murphy can like truly vent with the whole American Horror, horror Story franchise. So he just, you know, he says whatever he wants to say. He puts on whatever he wants to put on screen, and he doesn't really give a fuck because he's fucking Ryan Murphy. Like, you know, he got like back to back shows. So, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, um, I also wanted to talk about the music because I mean, Malcolm knows I listen to everything and most of the stuff I listen to is like 80s punk, green pop, rock and stuff. I mean, um, golf and stuff like this. So all the sound, the soundtrack these last two episodes have been fucking phenomenal. And they used one track from The Hunger, which is the um, the boost. I can't pronounce the name of the damn song, but I know they used it during the lesbian sex scene between Catherine Denavu and uh, Susan Sarandon. So they used it again for Lady Gaga and stuff like this. So um, they also, um, the setting, the set pieces, and just, it gives this whole 80s glam rock thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's very Art Deco-ish. Um, mm-hmm. Just, it's just glam, and it's just it. I don't know. I just for some reason, like I said, it. And this is me. This says a lot for me to say this. This season has surpassed Coven because ever since Coven See, came man, out, that's I, been my favorite. You're stretching, but okay. For me, I'm not saying anybody. For me, it has surpassed Coven. It be. I'm not gonna say. Let me take that back. Let me bring that back. Let me bring that back. <laughs> Y'all see, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. I'm coming. Let it get too far away from me. Coming, <laughs> it's gonna always be the pinnacle. I mean, Murder House was my favorite before Coven, and then Coven just sat there and just drop kicked me and just just gave me life every week. Like Malcolm was like, Malcolm asked me earlier night. He said, "For real, this thing is two hours long. I'm two hours long." I said, "Well, Ryan Murphy must get my memo that I need more life." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need more life this year because you know. Free show. I think of a free show been out almost two hours long. I'm probably mad as hell. Like yo, right. somebody better fucking die. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so uh, I I don't know. It just this season. It was two episodes in. It just I have been elevated to just a state of giddiness that I cannot mm-hmm. like explain, and I haven't felt it since Coven. Mm-hmm. So it just to me makes you feel some type of way, and I have to watch each episode twice. And I mean, it just don't make any sense. I need more. And I was about um, to say, like, like Mark, you being like a hardcore like American Horror Story like OG, like <laughs> you haven't like felt any kind of withdrawals with Jessica Lang not being a part of this season so far. No, I'm glad you asked me that, Chris, because <laughs> I because that's a good. Have you felt any withdrawals yourself? Who are you talking about me? Yeah, I mean, like I've been watching the show since season two, and I mean, like she has been kind of like the poster, like the staple of the show. But I mean, and like I was saying earlier, like Lady Gaga fits so well into this season. Like you can yes. tell, Ryan Murphy crafted <laughs> this entire <laughs> season around Lady Gaga. And I mean, some people may dislike that or whatever, but it works. It works for me. So like, I do kind of yeah. miss Jessica, and I kind of get this vibe that she probably will have like a guest appearance. You know, maybe towards the end of the season or something. I don't know. I don't know. But but yeah, it's not to a point where I'm like, oh my god, like I wish like Lady Gaga was going and Jessica Lang was back. Like Lady Gaga's holding her on. I don't give a fuck what anybody said. People say, oh, she can't act. Yeah, she is holding her fucking on. Like I, I don't have any yeah. time. She's like presenter herself on the show. Tell yeah, because sure. I um how I tell? I told a friend of mine. I said, look. There is no way in hell I could see Jessica Lange in this season. <laughs> if they had to scrap this season up from like, I cannot see it. It's some, it's too much shit that she cannot be a part of. You know, they were kind of pushing it. Um, and some of the seasons with her being with um, where she with a young dude in one see with the um priest in season mm-hmm. two. I'm like, come on now. This was like kind of like. Pushing. I mean, when she but had the body like, scene in um in circus too, like she was supposed to be the BDSM back when she was in uh Germany or whatever. And even that, I was like, you know, Jessica, you up here with these whips and chains and shit, like, <laughs> all right. But but you know, another thing I want to bring up real quick is that like to be totally honest, I love Jessica Lang and I wouldn't mind her seeing her in the series, but she was. For like for four seasons straight, she was kind of like the main character, the moving force of each season, and it was getting kind of old because like everybody else was playing these very kind of dynamic characters, but it's like with Jessica Lange, 
her storyline, I, I haven't seen season one, don't judge me right now, but at least with season two, three, and four, it was all about her trying to keep her, you know, her youth or trying to kind of battle against her age and her becoming older. You know, and I was kind of like, okay, how many times are you going to recycle that same type of, like, plot for her characters in this show? So, like, it was getting to a point where they kind of needed to find someone new to kind of be that driving force in the show and not revolve around just Elaine getting old, you know, every season. Yeah. You know. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, that's part of what season one was, because she wasn't trying to keep her youth, but it was a big issue. You know, so it was an issue with her because she was an actress that came to L.A. and she ended up having these kids and stuff like that. And so, uh, and then her husband, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything else, but it just it, it was a running thing, and I'm glad you pointed it out. Uh, but like I said, I could not see um, Jessica Lange, and I mean, the only way I can see Jessica Lange in this season is, is if she steps into that hotel as Constance, Lang- Constance Langdon from season one with that damn devil spawn in tow. She has a damn child. I was like, I already told everybody, if she walk up in there as Constance Langdon, y'all going to have to sit there and come and get me up off the floor. We'll be sitting on medical bills to my first. <laughs> I like you bastards. You just sat there and killed my black ass for the last damn time. I'm done with y'all. When y'all come back next year, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's gonna be on point if she shows up like that. Because that's what everybody's expecting. Because right. I'm gonna go into a few um, new um, predictions and um, a couple of tidbits. A friend of mine sent me a picture of Lady Gaga on set of the Murder House from season one. Oh, wow. So that's a big connection. Mm, so that means okay. that she ha- it's, it's a big connection. And I kept they kept saying that they were going to pinpoint um the season oh, the together this season. Yeah, because yeah, that was a big reveal last year because the first round of Mercy, everything self-contained. You might see the Harmons like in a passing thing, though, but other than that, it's just self-contained or something like that. But I'm like, you know, we knew when they announced that Pepper was going to be in season um a free show that this everything was connected, but we didn't know how much. But if she, like I said, uh, she does that, that'll be awesome. Um, next week, I see that Angela Bass is finally coming to the screen. I mean, they oh, like they did it last year with um her uh in free show. They sat there mm-hmm. and made sure to bring her in towards like the third episode because the first two episodes are always building the cast. Yeah. And the storyline. So I'm, I'm going to say next next week is season premiere part three. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> we got to hear her side of the story to the whole um, Countess mess and all that. And, you know, and then after that, uh, I'm thinking they're going to do more about, I think Chloe 70 is going to have more scenes or something like that next week. I, it, just the whole James March is going to be more prominent, which I'm like, okay, cool. So what is y'all's Oh, what y'all think gonna happen next week? Malcolm will go. I'm 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 kind of clueless. I mean, I yeah, I followed it a little bit, but honestly, I'm a little lost as to where they're going. I mean, I want to, um, you know, I, all I can say is that I am looking forward to as you were bringing up uh, Coven. I'm like, where where is um? God, I can't remember her name. It was Bassett. <laughs> uh, yeah, Angela Bassett. I'm ready to see her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we got Naomi Campbell on this episode. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna say you she know. was acting way better than she did on Empire. I'm just saying. She, true, true. But she was her yeah. own element though. The fashion show. <laughs> she like, I think I play myself. I'm gonna <laughs> <be> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. She wasn't um, um. I mean. <sighs> Like, it was so much of this episode, like, I'm still trying to compress it all, I'm still trying to dissect everything that was going on in this, like, two-hour, you know, part two premiere or whatever, but, um, I don't know, like, look, like, just catching a glimpse of the previews for next week, um, I mean, I feel like shit is really going to hit the fan, because now, like, the cat is completely out the bag, you know, um, Detective, whatever his name is, he's... if he doesn't want to take this shit seriously, everything that Kathy Bates' character told him, that's his decision. But now it's out there. Now they know the history of this hotel. Um, now the detective is informed of what's going on in this hotel. So, like, pretty much, like, the only direction the show could go into is, like, just diving deeper into, like, 
how, I don't know, sadistic these characters can become. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I mean, like, it's almost a guarantee that Lady Gaga is going to slay again in some mm-hmm. form or some fashion. That's pretty much a given. Um, I'm definitely excited to see Angela Bassett character because, I mean, like, like I said, I mean, Coven, I'm going to say, like, she basically was one of the main reasons why Coven was so successful, but she but she was, you know what I'm saying? I feel like she's been a great addition, and I feel like they kind of wasted, and I know I'm going way off topic with this, but I just got to say this real quick. Season four of American Horror Story wasted so much potential from not only Angela Bass's character, but Gabby Sidibe. I don't even know why you had her on the show for her to be on air for like 15 seconds to get killed off in a wackest way. But also... With um, Patty Labelle. Thank you. I'm like, like, how do you bring a legend on this show? It just one have her play as the mammy. Come on now, you don't you don't do that. <laughs> you could have found anybody playing a role, but didn't have her like die by this weak ass white boy. Like no, like I mean, it was just. So I was so upset how they wasted so much potential. So I'm really hoping yeah. that they capture all of that, you know, in season five. Thank you, because I was saying the same thing. Because they sat there and said, we got Patty LaBelle. Right. We got Patty LaBelle. <laughs> and we're like, oh, hell, wait to Patty. We were like, say, wait to Patty, Angela, and then Kathy Bates. Yes. And then, like, in the scene together, we just off the chain. They kept Patty LaBelle confined to a goddamn kitchen. I was like, y'all motherfuckers to piss me the fuck off of this shit. Ryan, I'm going to need for you to get this. Like, no, 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 just no, no. just no. <laughs> and I was, I want to sit there and talk to Pat like Pat. How was it? Like how? Was, <laughs> how did you feel? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She was like, she gonna be just like, honey, I got that check. <laughs> I did what I had to do, and I got the fuck out of there. You know, but yeah. So I mean, I, I, I really hope they, I hope they capitalize on this. They're doing it so far with Lady Gaga in this season. I hope they do the same thing with um Angela Bassett. And I mean, so far, I mean, it's a huge improvement over Circus. Um, I mean, still for me, like if I had to kind of break down my favorite season, I still haven't seen season one, so I know I'm really like behind. But like for me, it's Coven, Asylum, or Asylum. Um, Free show. I, yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, right now it would probably be Hotel. Like oh. Free Show is literally like <laughs> below the bottom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know, so I'm I'm excited to see what they do with this season. But so far, it's on a, it's already on a good start. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Malcolm, what do you think? <laughs> Your final thoughts? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would, I would say that um, it's definitely coming to its own. Like the fact that each episode has been more than ninety minutes. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> <It's kind of, laughs> kind of says how confident they are about it, right? So, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of potential. Like, you know, as you were saying, how they have killed off some people and brought on others. In previous seasons, I, I'm loath to make predictions, uh, so I'm just ready, you know, to see the next episode because they're definitely taking their time and are are going to tell a good story. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay, uh, <clears throat> well, y'all already know where I stand. Uh, <laughs> I got my life 15 times, probably infinite <laughs> over tonight, so I'm still in the high. Um, I'm gonna probably be up all night. I don't have to go to work tomorrow, so I'm excited. So I'm be up all night excited, um, and I cannot wait to see what happens next week because we all know that there's gonna be some episodes that Lady Gaga will not appear in. She was only out of the, she was only go, she's only gonna be in eight of thirteen. Oh. So hopefully they don't burn all her episodes. She don't do like the first eight, and then like the last five are gonna be like uh, you know, just without her. I'm gonna need for her to be the focal point. Like have an episode because I'm pretty sure what they bring in. Well, they brought in Angela. I mean, they, I mean, they brought in Jane, um, uh, Evan Peters. I think this could be the other half, the the ghost, the the ghost part, because I'm thinking like it's a combination of ghosts and vampires. Now, if they sit there bringing in werewolves or something like that, be a little bit like, come on, now, y'all, um, let's, let's, let's breathe. However, if they try to connect everything, they can bring in a witch from Coven. I mean, I'll be glad oh, to see you know. Gabby see the baby pop up in there as Queenie again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, or uh, what's her name? Zoe, Zoe, um, because we know Madison Montgomery is dead. I would rather have. But like I said last week, uh, Emma Roberts said that he has her. She knows who she's gonna 
be when she comes on hotel towards the end of the season and when you and when the fans know find out they're gonna be freaked out. Oh, wow. So I'm like, she's gonna come back as either Madison Montgomery, which makes me think that this particular point in time, like this might be before she goes off the coven, or it mm. might be afterwards or something like that. And her, it might be a flashback or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Either way, I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. Um, thank everybody who tuned in. Um, remember to subscribe to us on iTunes and um, leave a comment. You know, questions and stuff like that. If you're on YouTube, leave your comments and questions. I read some comments from last week. One um, commenter was saying they were done with American Horror Story after the episode. Um, <laughs> the person uh, was pretty much um, um, telling me about the ghost situation, which I should have mentioned, but I did. I understood what they're talking about. I do know that only ghosts could go out on Halloween. That's a that's a, that's one thing I meant to tell you, Chris. Was they had the ghosts from this season the same? Had the same rules as the ghosts from um, part season one. Okay. They can only leave the place they died at on Halloween. Mm-hmm. So that's why I knew that Donovan and um, the Countess were they some type of loophole there. So I knew them to be in vampires. They kind of like canceled them out, which is why Iris has probably been told that she can't leave the hotel, which is a lie. Right. He can't. So, uh, and then um, what else? Um, um, hyperdermic Sally. The whole thing with her teeth, what she did to the front of like little Scarlet, I'm like that was some fucking crazy <laughs> shit. Also, I want to put in like the whole episode title was Shoots and Ladders. We had the shoots. We found out what the shoots were for, mm-hmm. and then Sally talking about that ladder. And she really went into the whole concept of addiction and how it's always you trying to get to the next high, but you never can achieve that first high. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I I love her dialogue tonight, and um, yeah, but. Yeah, thanks again, guys. Like I said, subscribe to us on iTunes. Check us out on MailMediaMind.com. If you have any comments or questions, send them to M3Entertainment at MailMediaMind.com or info at MailMediaMind.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, which is MailMediaMind on all three. Um, with MailMediaMind1 and MailMediaMind2 on Instagram. We have a Pinterest and a Tumblr. We have several Tumblr pages, and you can all find those pages on the MailMeAMind.com blog. So thank you for joining us again this week. I hope you enjoyed yourselves, and we will see you same bet, same bear time, same bear channel next week. Have a nice evening. Peace.